Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. My name is Stephen St. John. And don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. And this is definitely an episode you are going to want to watch on YouTube. And also download uh, wherever uh, you download your favorite podcasts. Uh, we are available everywhere. And right now, this is going to be, uh, I think, a very exciting episode. So we did this on, uh, on the TV portion of my radio show several years ago. I don't know, maybe a decade ago. Who knows? But uh, and, and you know that my dad... Uh, Steve St. John Sr. is going to be a regular guest here on Hot Mike with SSJ. And so a lot of people have asked me over the years, when are you going to have your dad prepare uh, another batch, another fresh hot batch of uh, jailhouse nachos, prison nachos, depending on what part of the country you're from, that's what you call it. And so uh, someone that has been on my ass to do this. And remember, Mike, we can cuss. Phil, you better not. You're 18. Uh, you're a young man. He's a uh, that's exactly right. And you're a gentleman. And so uh, Mike Boddicker's been on me to have my dad once again prepare the, uh, the prison nachos. And uh, my son, Phil St. John, has wanted to be a part of this. And so we have uh, special guests in studio along with my dad, the 1983 uh, ALCS MVP and one of the stars of the Border Patrol, uh, Mr. Mike Boddicker. And freshman at UMKC, where he is uh, enrolled in the Launchpad program of the Block Business School, Mr. Phil St. John. They have uh, Phil has skipped class to be here, which uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. He says that he won't. He says uh, I won't miss nothing. And so uh, his words to my ears. Hopefully that's uh, that's a true statement. But. Following Mike, in his father's footsteps. Right. Well, <laughs> I just skipped class. I didn't yeah, have that, any reasons. There, there was go. no podcast for me to go no. to. And so, Mike, you're very excited. You made a I special am. trip I've been in on, here. I've been on your ass for a long That's time. That's right. It's, well, your initial jailhouse nachos mm-hmm. were fabulous. How long ago was that? It had to be four years ago. Uh, I think least. it was more, maybe, maybe yeah. Five. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I've I been, don't remember nothing. Been, I've been wanting them for, and I've been on you. Right. When is your dad going to come in and make jailhouse nachos and, and so the Border we, Patrol? It, well, yeah. And never happened, never happened. Last year you had it all set up, and then COVID hit, right. and nothing. And so. So, and so now because of the wonders of this podcast, our new studio, and being on YouTube, more people can enjoy this. Uh, Phil St. John, if you want to step in there to the mic real quick, you're going to be like the sous chef. You're going to be running back and forth between here and the microwave. How excited are you? to enjoy your grandfather's jailhouse nachos. And as Grandpa says, uh, you don't have to go to prison to enjoy these because normally that's the prerequisite, and you don't want to do that. So are you very excited? I am excited. I've been hearing about these for a very long time. What a deep voice. What an unbelievable you, the, radio the voice. Got from... a... He's liable to take your place. Right. Well, that doesn't that take a whole take lot. Much, Trust yeah. me. Yeah, it, really right and so, okay, so Dad, uh, go ahead and lean in the mic uh, when, when you talk here. And uh, I want you to tell us, let, let's, let's get the origin story about this, okay? And so the first episode that you were on the podcast with us, you told us about some of the stops that you made uh, in your tour of the federal uh, penitentiary system. And so tell me where you were the first time that you prepared these jailhouse, or what do you call it, jailhouse or prison nachos? What do you prefer? Jailhouse nachos. Where were you? How did you come up with the idea? Just take us through the uh, what led up to your first uh, your first batch of uh, jailhouse nachos, please. Well, when I surrendered myself at Leavenworth... Uh, Get up on the mic here. Come on now. <laughs> when I surrendered myself at Leavenworth in 1990, I believe it was. Yes. It could have been 89. Well, it was, it was, no, it was 90. So uh, the guards made me nachos. They said they was glad to have me there. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I, had, I knew a lot of inmates there. They were waiting on me. They had a job for me, clothes... And they made jailhouse nachos for me. It was the Leavenworth Welcome Committee. Welcome yes, you, right? exactly. Okay. I've only had them two times for me, once when I went in and once when I got out and about nine years apart. So <laughs> right. this is kind of a special deal. Okay, so they prepared them for you. Who, do you remember who prepared them for Bob you? Bob Farrar. Okay, Bobby Ferrara made them for you. And so, and then you became the guy. How often did you make these uh, behind the walls? I made them a lot. And so very popular... Uh, and so the first question that many people have, because w- w- we don't know, uh, how available are these necessary ingredients? T- first, tell us what you had to do to get your hands on all the ingredients necessary to make jailhouse nachos. Because, I mean, you can't, 
You can't run to high V. Well, that means you you could, but you you know you probably wouldn't make it back. But you could. Well, but, you right. Know, it's extra time. So what, what? How did you get? What What was available to you in Leavenworth? You just had to go to the kitchen and steal them. Okay. I mean, there's no. Other that's way how you to go to prison it. to begin with. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. That no. doesn't seem like that's no, uh, no productive. Yeah, so so you go. So you go. So how would you take us through that? How do you How do you steal well, it from you, the? You get somebody that works in the kitchen. You know. Right. Which wasn't hard to find. And they, they would come out, you know, with, with uh, vegetables that they had in the kitchen, and they'd sneak them under their apron or something. Where were they, where were the they, where were they were sneaking? Lazy oh. to where, no, they, not stop right. Where would they smuggle the, the their pants, right? The, no, like I, the big peppers. Like <laughs> you sure? I'm positive. You, they, they, Steve, I'm working, I got a pepper for you here. Come, come find it. I'm working while I work, while I talk. And you're using? that. That's what I wanted to find out. <laughs> He, he's got a razor blade. I'm sitting there going, "You're not in anymore. You could use kitchen utensils, but you want to do you want to stay true to got to be original." Right? <laughs> how so, did you get those? Yeah, how did you get the? Ra- I prison. feel like well, I don't know that that's necessary to pull out this knife here, but that's a whole other. I story. guess that'd be easier to hide than that right. thing. Yeah. So you, you guys wouldn't want to see me use that. That's a okay. Thing. Now I, I I haven't served, but I've seen uh, enough movies and documentaries. You're not supposed to have a razor blade. That's what I see. Well, uh, jail, you know, there's you? different departments. Like I told Mike. You know, they've got a paint in there. They've got a plum. They, I mean, you know, the inmates run the place. Right. So they've got to have razor blades. Kind of like Major League Baseball. Right. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. So how would you get your hands on a, on a razor blade? Get somebody in the paint department to steal one. Okay, so they'd smuggle the... Smuggle the razor blade. So you, you have know. the razor blade. You know what are for with painting? Right. Scraping around windows and that's stuff. Okay, and so that's, that's why yeah, you got them. That's why I have them. That's home. right. That's so, right. So did, did the guards uh, turn a blind eye to this? You I know mean, what? We just it, let it, you if prepare the guards this? get hungry just like anybody else... So you had <laughs> to take care <laughs> of the guards. If we, had a, if we had a nacho party and the guards would come up on it, listen, man, here, just, just eat and don't talk, you know. So where would you prepare this at? In, in usually somebody's dorm or cell, you know, we... How many people would be in the dorms? Like, it, it, well, in the dorm, it'd be like 50. Right. You know, at least 50. Or you could do it in the cell. Okay, or you so, could do it in the cell, which would be two. Okay, what know? did you have access to? So you had the razor blade, you had the vegetables and the ingredients. And uh, you get the chips. I mean, you did you the have... chips, you could buy, you'd buy those in the commissary. You could get them, okay. You could get chips in the commissary. Okay. And uh, the, the, the cheese, kitchen again. This is like this is a Velveeta cheese, and that's no different than the than the commissary cheese that you get on the street. You know, welfare right. cheese and all that. So they had plenty of that. So they they didn't care how much you took of that. So you so I see you have you have Velveeta cheese, you have peppers, you have milk, you have tomatoes, you have onions. You were able to get all this stuff behind yep. the walls mm-hmm. on Leavenworth. Yeah. Okay. So where would you get the milk? Kitchen, commissary. Where's that? Kitchen. Okay. You know. And so you steal the stuff from the kitchen. And uh, I'm 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 starting to starting to understand that he maybe he does a better job dicing with a razor right? blade than I do with a yeah. regular knife. I'm starting, yeah. to, I'm starting to figure out that the security wasn't great at Leavenworth, was it? I, I mean, you know what is as good as they wanted to be, well, I guess. Didn't seem like they, but, they uh, wanted it to be very. Obviously, uh, obviously, you weren't you weren't a threat to these guards. No, they they knew we just wanted to eat. That's all. Right. It's and, like it's like getting stuff smuggled in prison. They they know that we didn't want drugs. Our, our, my group of guys, we just wanted to eat. What did I have you to smuggle? You probably could ask my son about right, right. smuggling sausage in well, where he smuggled it. You know, Jamaica's. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd have to go down to La Salas Deli down in the north end, and yes, I would have to smuggle uh, sausage in to uh, to Leavenworth. And we can't talk about uh, how I smuggled it in. Just know I didn't get caught, and the sausage was in one piece. So, and he did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I still do that to this day, even though I visit no one in prison, just to bring back memories. Uh, so, so you're you're dicing the onions, right? So tell us if people want to make this. You know what? Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Right what there. better way to celebrate with friends and family to gather the kids around the fireplace and make some jailhouse nachos? And so, give us a list of all the ingredients that you need to make this okay, the right well, way. Well, what I got here is is uh, onions, right? Uh, bell peppers. Tomato, and I like to, extra tomato. That's right. And uh, any kind of uh, hot pepper. I got serrano peppers here. Okay. And uh, like I said, bell peppers. And you need a, a block of Velveeta cheese. And I've got that. And, and when you melt the cheese in the microwave, and yes, we did have microwaves, 
And so we we would melt the cheese. Where was the microwave? Was it was it in the dorm with you guys? Yeah, you it would to... be, it would be in the dorm because see a lot of people don't trust the government. They don't want to go eat. They they don't trust them. They don't trust the guards. They don't trust. You nothing. don't you don't want to eat the food that's there that no. they're giving you no. in the in the was it no. the mess so you, hall? So or you're or... saying basically well, our country's in kind of like it, it being in prison. Well, we we had yeah we had a bunch of uh, Jake uh, Jakes yeah. there. Yeah, Jake would have yeah. fit in very well. It, it Jake, seems like Jake at uh, says level he can't trust anybody. <laughs> right, in the government, right. So. Except for the aliens. That's Jake, exactly yeah, right. Exactly. The aliens. Jake what, wouldn't eat there either. And, so yeah, episode you know. two of uh, our conversation with Jake will take place next yeah. week. So good luck. Talk about the aliens? Uh, yeah, he's going to get into oh, how yeah. aliens good, good. Uh, are absolutely among us. Okay, so you're dicing the onions, you get all this stuff, so then you have the microwave that's there available to you. Yeah. So did you always use the microwave, or did you have to ever get creative? Like, do you always no. have access to all this stuff? Microwave. So, okay, so you use the microwave. If somebody was in it, you we just tell them to move. Right. You didn't want to start a fire. Did you room. ever? Did you ever have uh, nachos while you were watching Dan Rather back uh, in jail? No, it was all that, Dan Rather at that time. That story. Uh, okay, and so uh, so how many how the, the the what you're preparing right now? How many how many inmates would this feed back? You in the figure, day? for each bag, uh, it'll feed two. Right. So I got five bags. It should feed ten to fifteen. Okay, so then you have to get trash bags too, right? Mike might have to feed his family. Right. That's exactly so right. So that's you why to, I got extra. But you used to get so trash bags also was something you get from yeah, the commissary. Yeah, trash bags. You do have to be careful. That the trash bags you buy now sometimes are lined with that, that whatever it is, bug juice or whatever. Ooh. But uh, these bags are are not like that. Right. I've got good good bags. Yeah, to get the good bags. Yeah. Um, and so did you ever uh, did you ever make a shiv out of a spoon or a fork no. or anything like that? Nothing like that. No, I, I'm good with the razor. Okay, so you did you keep the razor afterwards? <laughs> did yeah. you dispose of I'll that just just, just in case? Where would you hide the razor at? Well, I guess I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I look, well, you, you got to give it up. He, he looks at me back. like, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm like, if, where did you hide the razor? In the locker up in the, up in the, where the, the deal bent over. Right. Hide it up in there. They they would never run their hands up in there because you if, it, if it's the wrong way, it's their ass. So how often <laughs> so, would they search, like, you know, search everything? Or, maybe once a week, you know. Right. But you knew, so you would, you would put the, uh, you'd have the razor up in the locker. So. Or we're probably in an undisclosed area, uh, okay, uh, well. an area that's a common area. Right. So when they found it, I mean, you know, whose is it? Yeah, uh, it could be anybody. It's one of those fifty guys. Yeah. Hell, I don't know. You don't want you don't want to you know put it in your locker because then that answers the question right there. Exactly. Okay, so this was this was in nineteen ninety. In Leavenworth, and you're making this, uh, Mike. So far, what do you think? Are you going to start? Preparing food with a razor blade, no, based I'm on what you're look, saying. I'm just looking for any any red on the uh, onions because I right. know he cut himself if there is. Oh, did he? Oh, the hope. Oh, no, not wa- yet. I'm just waiting. Yeah. Well, we're, hope, uh, we're hoping he does. You all change the knife. Yeah, that could that could end our uh, jailhouse nachos experiment. Uh, oh, and that and it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. You know, this would be good for a food truck and just put jailhouse nachos on the side now, and you serve. Didn't, them. You didn't name it prison nachos. Jailhouse is that for Elvis? Yeah, that's what I say. Jailhouse. Yeah, rock. jailhouse rock. Some people say prison nachos, but in the jailhouse. Uh, right, you don't like jailhouse. A jailhouse. That's, that's what Elvis said. Jailhouse nachos that's a little right. bit more classy than just saying the the prison nachos. Yeah. And so now, how many how, how many guys were in there in Leavenworth like in, in at, at one time? Because this was the minimum security when you were doing this. So you t- a couple hundred. Like how many how many total? About three hundred. And so somewhere like that. I would imagine if you're in there. And you're on the outside looking in, like you want to, you want to be a part of this, but you had to be a friend of yours no, or someone you had special. To be somebody to you get to, in this deal, right? So how could someone gain entry into the into the jailhouse nacho circle? Well, we, club? Yeah, yeah, into the club, exactly. Because that's a big deal. Like you're, yeah, if sure. you're behind the walls, you want to. We used you to want, have guys know. come up there and say, "Hey, how can I get in? Uh, you can't. Keep moving." Right. You know, we don't need nothing. <laughs> Keep moving. Because those guys usually toll on somebody anyway, so you don't want them involved in nothing. Just move on. So no snitches for the no uh, snitches. No snitches for the snitches got stitches. Well, that's what that thing's. Yeah. Much rather have the jailhouse nachos than the than the stitches. I can promise yeah. you that. So we're and still on the end. There's a lot of it, onions. Usually it was just real close friends of mine that was from my same neighborhood and stuff down in North End. And so all you guys end up in Leavenworth. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so how I did mean, that? Because you're talking about this, just like like friends, ten guys all here. Going, how in the hell did y'all end up at Leavenworth together? Well, that North I mean, must have been yeah, it was. <laughs> well, the, the the problem was, 
is I lived up above Lasalle's Deli. And the big problem was is we couldn't figure out who they were watching. The FBI was up on a guy used to call me. He said, you know, FBI is sitting right outside my store. I said, well, who are they watching? He said, hell, I don't know. There's about 10 guys that, that are doing something down here. So who the hell knows? Right. And that was the truth. Oh, they got confused down there. I mean, you know, it was just everybody lived down there that was anybody. And, and who, who, who knew who they was watching? Nobody knew. But were they we tapping fo- phones and we everything? We finally and, found out. Right. Well, yeah. One right. of them was me. Right. And uh, and you know, a lot of times you you don't know what they're doing. You know, I've I've had people say, "Oh, there's a click on the phone. I gotta go." You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a click on the phone. Okay. But and and what I did was is is I'd get a phone. Okay. Right. It looked like looked like a cordless phone. And it had over, I don't know, probably twenty thousand different codes on it. And uh, I give I give one to a friend of mine that I was kind of doing business with in Chicago, and I had one. So when I'd call him, I'd say, "What's up?" And he'd say, "Hang on," and he'd click click it, and and you'd see the buttons, and if it turned up green on both ends, we're good to go. It turned up red. See you later. And and, and yeah, wait, where where did you get this? Where would you get this phone at? Well, here you got to buy it certain places. You know, <laughs> it, it, we're we're talking thirty years ago. We can 30, tell you yeah, where did you get it? Places. Where did you get the and, damn phone? Yeah, you know, like uh, uh you know. So we got this. Enough of the no, fucking uh, secrets. It's no, been thirty no, years. I understand what he's talking about because <laughs> when I got my pool table, my blackjack table, and my slot machines, they brought it in. Yeah, you know Meatball. Sure. Dad Nino up there. Yeah. Nino goes, you don't want to know. Right. Yeah. You don't but I do want to know. That's all he kept saying. Oh, said, you no, just no. tell him, I you got a guy. Know. I got a guy. So, I got a guy but, but, you but, don't want to know. Okay, so help me. So I remember at our house, you had something attached to the house phone. That was it. I just carried it with Same me. thing, right? Yeah. And so you'd have it plugged in there, and I remember you'd pick up the phone, and it would be either, you know, like you said, all green. You was good. Yeah, you see that great former Gold Glove Award winner, yeah. Mike Bodiger just saved the tomato. So, so what did your wife say about this with the phone and well, all the other stuff? Well, I was never home, you know. Really, you I mean, said it was on oh, your home phone. You, you want me to tell you? Uh, I'd stop that buying son of a phone. bitch. That's what she would say. Yeah. Uh, I but, was the worst husband in the world, <laughs> bar none. Bar none. He, his mom was was probably. One of the best women I've ever met in my life, she just got with me too early. <laughs> it took like 40 years to tame me down. Well, she, and, she was, and, so basically, she was a saint. Oh, absolutely. She became a saint, John. And so, and, but she met you. How old were you when you met my mom? You were 20. I was 20. Yeah. And she was 33. And yeah. you had just yeah. come home from Vietnam. Yeah. And so, I mean, you were, I mean, 20 years old. I mean, you, you and, still had some and, things and, to you do. You know, I, I really didn't want to get married, but, but her dad says, I think you do. <laughs> well, I guess I do. You know. And I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying that's what he said. He suggested it. That'd be the right thing to do. And when, yeah, and when right, Danny you know. Ontivero suggested yeah. something, it was it was a so, good idea you know, to yeah, follow through. Good idea. So. And you guys, you guys went to Oklahoma, and got married, didn't you? Yeah, uh, uh, Miami. JJ okay. Sweetenham. I'll never forget him. All right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, and, and it took her. You know, I mean, it, it was just too early for me. You know, I mean. Shit, I'm 70 years old. My wife still got me on 360. You know what 360 is? No, tell me about it. When I leave the house, she knows where I'm going. Let me tell you. She'll say, where you been? I said. You better answer right. I said, you you know where I've been. You got the damn GPS on me. And that's now. It's 70 years old. What the hell was I like then? Right. And so my mom. Do you, and, do you have one of those things around your leg that they follow you? Well, you I mean, should. it's on my phone. You can look at it. So, so my for people that don't don't know, my mom my mom passed away in uh, in in 2006, right? And so um, uh, <laughs> some of these stories, like what you're talking about, and I, I I preach the fills here. This is the first time we've heard some of these things. Uh, but like like you said. You weren't home a lot, but we had those things hooked up to the phones, yeah, and we I weren't remember. sure, and you didn't know, and that was kind of a different deal to grow up around, right? And I remember also, like you, it would, it was, it was a different deal, right? But you always had a bunch of, you always had a bunch of weapons. You had every kind of possible gun. I mean, you had a riot gun. Like, what are all the different guns that you had? You had 
Uh, Automatic shotgun. Yeah, stun. Well, well, yeah, you were stun the first gun. when they first came out, and I remember. You mean you're not supposed to? Well, but so <laughs> yeah. when I remember, do you remember when we used to go down to uh, to to Bob Jones Sales, yeah. right? Oh, Bob Jones Shoes. And, yes. and there was a guy down there that uh, you guys paid to see if the stun gun worked. Yeah, is that right? Oh, no. Can you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. no. Can you tell us? Can you can no. you give us? Can you I take said, that? Right? I, 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 I was Bob there for Jones that one. Son, yeah. I said, Bob, can I can I talk to Ed for a minute? He said, Don't do that oh, again. Ed. I said, Ed, listen, here's twenty bucks. <laughs> this is a new stun gun, and they're saying it's better. I'm not doing that again. I said, Twenty five. That's the best I can do. And I took him outside and hit him with that, and he dropped like a hot potato. <laughs> and that Bob Jones told me, he said, man, you got to quit doing that. He ain't worth a shit the rest of the day. And, and I said, well, how do I know if it works? I'm not going to lose it on myself. Right. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, how many times did uh, Ed fall for that one? I mean, 25 bucks a pop. Quite I mean, a it, bit. Yeah, I feel like I saw it at least two or three times. Yeah, yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ed was like, I don't know. But my, then my dad would, you know, so it, you may, he would let say me, no at 20, but somehow you, 25 got it done. Let me ask you something. Did you shoot him in the head the first time to be able to do this again and again and again? No, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. You think. Unless you had something wrong with oh, you. Oh, you needed $25, you know. But I, and I remember you had you had like secret compartments in your car. I mean, yeah, but like, I did. but you got to say like for me, like you know, twelve years old, thirteen years up. old. Yeah, but it was it like, was. Yeah, it but it was. was like James Bond shit. And there was like I knew like we had a deck in our backyard uh, with an above ground pool in it, and there was like secret compartments there. And you know, one time, it's it's me, people. You know that I you, know, you tell me to do something that I'm gonna do it. And like I'm sneaking, I look in there, and there's like you know, you know a, a, a gun and some maybe like I better put that one back, you know. And there's like secret compartments in the car, and all these other different things, and and then these these things that are on the phone that will tell you if someone's listening or not. And we talked about that though in the first episode. Yeah, that shit had to be exhausting because you were always wondering if somebody was listening to your phone call or somebody was well, following you. Well, yeah, they were. And you had to hide this and, and do all, what are some of the other things you tried to do to to evade uh, well, surveillance? I mean, there was a guy, and I can say it now because he Please. did. Well. He owned a real nice poultry shop, and he he made a deal with with me and some other guys that he knew. He said, if I make some some compartments for you, and you can find it, you don't pay me. Now we're talking about five or six hundred dollars back then. I said, okay. This is the late 80s. Yeah. Okay. So I says, here's a here's a 38 revolver or 38 snub nose. I said, now I want it within reach. And uh, and I says, if I can find it, then he said, yeah, that, that's the deal. I said, okay. Then I said, I need another compartment for money. He said, okay. And I says, he said, if you can find that, you don't have to pay me either. I said, deal. So I went to pick it up. And what kind of car was this? Do you remember, Was it the? Lincoln. Okay. Lincoln. Town car? Brand new town car. Ooh, yeah. Carriage nice. top. And, oh, and, that, yeah, and yeah, I that's, could, that's and, nice. and when I went Black back, body, white top. Very nice. So I couldn't find this this gun first I looked at. So you're sitting in, so are you sitting in the driver's seat or are you just looking everywhere? I'm for sitting the in the okay. driver's seat because obviously you can't grab a gun if it's under your ass. Right. Well. So I, I knew that it had to be within hand reach and I could not find it. Well, when when he got in there, he sat in the driver's seat, and he just reached over there because if you remember those Lincolns were plush. Oh yeah, plush. Oh, they were plush. And you just he just took it, did a karate chop, and that deal went zoop, and it was right in that seat. And you could sit in that seat, Mike, and you have, would have no idea that it's in there. And he had he he had to, to, to cut it out. I mean, you know, it fit perfect like a puzzle. I that's said, well, you got me there. That's amazing. Yeah. And I said, Cost well. Cost 500 bucks, didn't it? Oh, yeah. But it was <laughs> worth it. I said, where's the uh, where's the other deal that, that I need for the money? He said, well, he said, you find it. And so this is before I got some electronic shit. So, you were, chopping, <laughs> so you were chopping the hell out of everything trying to yeah. find that money. So right. I'm looking for this money and looking Karate for this money. Every part mm-hmm. of and I can't land. find shit. I said, you know what? I, I, I can't. I just can't find it. So he says, lay your seat back. 
all the way back. And you know those seats lay oh, down like yeah. a bed. So I laid all the way back, and, and he says, take your longest finger, which hey, hold on here. ain't very long. <laughs> so he says, reach up where the door handle's at. He said, reach up there as far as you can. He said, when you think you can't get any farther, reach some more. And there was a, there was a, a, a wire that was like an L shape. And you just pull it, and that whole panel came out. Uh, just fell down on him. See, that's what I remember. I don't. I, I didn't know about the 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 one the karate chop one. Yeah. I knew about the one back there. And then, so you were stealing money from your. Well, I know. I just knew about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe did. I did. Maybe I didn't. So later on, later on, he said, "Man, I got a new one." I said, "What is it?" He says, "It's electronic." I said, "You know, I got to have it." <laughs> so he had a deal that was made behind the, the speedometer, that you could hit a button, and and you had to really hit the right button, a combination of buttons. Goddamn speedometer would open up, and, and there was a. <laughs> I mean, these things, and I had got pulled over. I had a cop that didn't like me pull me over. And That's remember hard to that? Huh? That's hard to believe. Uh, you yeah. want to say his name? Was yeah, it? Fred Phillips. Phillips. Fred, if you're still out there, I ain't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. no, I, okay, so tell me if I'm wrong. I remember they stopped you, and on, it was uh, on St. John, close to the Lexington Bridge. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And. He called mom, and, and so and me and mom showed up, like down the block. And I had you, nine cars out there. I said, well, yeah. what's the problem?" And you got. You know what the problem is? I'm looking for that gun. And later on, you got super pissed off at mom because she brought me up there, and I'm watching all this stuff, and yeah. I'm freaking out because my instinct is, and I'm a stupid kid, but I want to run in there. Like, what am I gonna do? I want to protect my dad, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm watching everything, and I, I'll never forget this. I remember mom thinking. Cause they were looking, they were looking at the 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 back door. He knew I had a gun. Right, I had a gun for me. But she, but but mom kept saying, mom kept saying, oh god damn it, they're gonna find it, they're gonna find it, and she knew where yeah. it was, and I didn't like Why know what she was talking about. I go find what? So so they had they had you pulled. Did they did they find any of the secret compartments? No, he couldn't find his ass if it was both hands. <laughs> you know? It so, take it take him an hour and a half to watch sixty minutes. <laughs> That's too long. And so they never found any of those secret compartments. They never found nothing. Right. And and uh, anyway, they they took me to jail and put me on a twenty four hour hold. And uh, where at? Where were you? Jackson County. Okay. I mean, you know, it, it was no big deal. And it, this guy fucked with you all the time. Those young guys thought I was something. You right. Know? And. Uh, so I, I go to jail, you know, I'm going, well, what are you going to do, you know? So I'm in jail, and before they take me, right there in front of this guy's house, there was a guy that was a bookmaker for the mob. He was right. a bookmaker. Right. He There's yells no mob here at, yeah. in Kansas City. No, was no, he was out of Chicago. Right. <laughs> so he yells at me, and he says, Steve, you want me to make your bond? I said, John, I don't think there's going to be any bond. Uh-huh. I said, but if, if, if there is, yeah. So he was laughing, and he said, man, Jesus Christ. He said, what did you do? And I said, that's just jack off, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it was just overkill is what it was. So long story short, I got out, and, and then I hired the wrong lawyer, and, and I can mention his name because he's the judge now, or he was. <laughs> oh, who is it? And uh, Vernon Scoville. Okay. And, and I told Vernon, I said, burn this guy's ass, will you? I said, he's been bothering me forever. So Vernon he comes into court and tells the judge, he says, this guy's a real son of a bitch. And, and I said, oh, Vernon, don't do that. And that guy was so, he was more pissed then than he was to begin with because Vernon told me he was a son of a bitch. And so anyway, well, I... He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. You, do you remember, um, so this was back when they had the Italian festival up at the concourse. Yeah. And you remember I was walking around with my friends, and he jacked with me. Mm-hmm. He came up and, you know, asked me, where's your dad at? Or say hi to your dad for me or something like that. And I told you about that, and you, I mean, you were, I mean, he, he jacked with me. He yeah, jacked he's a piece of shit. Well, there it is. I mean, um, there's a deal where, where you, you, you know your job, do it, and be done with it. You know? I mean. When's the last time you've seen him? Well, it, it, it's been before I left. Right. You know. I'll probably see him now somewhere. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he and everybody I talked to said the same thing. Other cops. Oh, yeah, he said he was a big prick. I said, yeah, he was. And so uh, anyway, it, it's, it's 
And even if he would have found it, I, I had a damn permit because I was a bail bondsman. You know, what's he going to do? You could have bonded yourself out just like yeah, that and I charged you, what, 10 15%? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> anyway. By, that, by that Mike, was... he, used to ha- he used to have me sometimes, and he had his, his uh, bail bonding company was at 750 Ann Avenue in That's KCK. Right. And so then sometimes overnight he'd have me stay there answering the phones. How do you think that went? I did a. I, do you think I did a great job? At about Ordering pizza and shit. 15, <laughs> 15 years old answering phones for the uh, for the bonding company. That. There was right. a place called Leo's Pizza. I think it's best pizza in North America. You know what? And it still is. And I had Leo's yeah, Pizza yeah. last week. Thank you yeah. very much. We used and, to go to there after I used the to see games. this guy when I drank at 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 a certain bar we hung out at. What bar? Uh, Larry Stratus. Stratus, yeah. yeah, Stratus, yeah. which is now Caddyshack. Right, and so. Leo said, hey, Steve, how you doing? I said, well, I'm doing okay. He said, oh, by the way, he says, I, I hate to even ask you. He said, but you owe me $200. I said, for what? Your son's got a, got a credit account up there. He brings all those kids in from St. Pius, and, and they get whatever they want. I said, oh, Jesus. So I'd give him $200. I didn't know nothing about no credit account. So did you get your ass handed to you? When you he wouldn't. Really. He 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 would, I didn't care. Well, he just he wasn't happy about it, but he paid it, and I knew he would. And yeah. so, you know, and so I would, uh, I mean, I guess I would do some things, just, just test limits, you know. Cause yeah, like he, any you know, and, and sometimes. Yeah. You did that, right? Uh, yeah. 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 See, he you know, ain't nothing like his dad. Trust right. Me. You know, Thank and he God. wasn't home a lot. So I said, okay, well, let's do this. So I would go. So after St. Pius Games, we go to Leo's Pizza, right? Everything on, on him or on me. So I go in there. And my buddy Tom and everyone else. Yeah, that's right. You know, we have a table like that. that No, I got it. I got got it. it. And then Leo will be back. There he goes. I said, my dad said he's gonna take care of everything. Just start an account, and he'll he'll settle up with you when you when he see you. Are you sure? I said, oh, I'm sure. And so, (laughs) I'm glad that that was settled. Did you did you pay everything off? Was it am I I in good standing at Leo's? That's why I always send Susan. Because that wasn't the only time it happened. It wasn't. What do you? What would you say? How other much, places uh, you had? You had tabs. Other places. Fucking no, it just it was at Leo's just over and over again. Yeah, right. I wore that out. Who knows? <laughs> well, maybe Who I knows? did. So anyway, yeah, it was. I mean, here, if that's the worst thing he does, I'm in good shape. Right. True. You know, I know one time he we, we never let him go anywhere. Oh, here we go. I know we're getting off the beaten path, but you probably need to hear this. <laughs> My wife would never, ever, never, ever let him go anywhere and spend the night. She was very protective. I didn't give a shit. I mean, I, I knew that he'd be okay. But she, you know, she didn't believe that. There's a cold world out there. So. Well, he did have your name. Right? Yeah. 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> so he, uh, he he went down to a friend of his name, Tommy. And Tommy's to this day is one of his best friends, Tommy Agusa. So he went down to North End and. Don't go nowhere. Don't you go nowhere. Just stay right here. I had just turned uh, 13. You. I was 12 or 13. Yeah, we're trusting you. You know, your mom ain't never let you go because if, if somebody comes to our house, then, then it's okay. But you go to somebody else's house, you know. That's the first time you ever went to somebody else's house. So she told me. To stay the night. Yeah. To stay the night. So she said, well, in your travels, <laughs> she said, can you stop and check with him, see if he's okay? Yeah. Now, you so, know, in your travels. Yeah. What What did that mean? Which oh, means I know you're not coming back. Right. No, let so. me tell you. So, so his his travels would be, KCK Northeast Northland KCK Midtown. Right. Yes. All all the all the time. All that you were like I described in episode one of Hot Mike. You were always on your way someplace. You're always yeah. getting paged yeah. or called. You were always on your way to the next spot. So that's what she meant in Popular. your travels. You were going to be somewhere at some point, right? Popular. Yeah. So, so anyway, I stopped by there. No Stephen. No Tom. No nobody. At Tom's. At, at, at uh, where Tom at his uh, parents' house, right? And I'm going. What the hell? Where are these kids at? I'm supposed to be there down in so the uh, north. So I got a nephew that was his double cousin. I'll get into that later. So I says, I said, I called him. I said, Tony, you find your cousin, and I mean find him right now, or there's going to be a problem. I know where he's at. He's up at the up at the uh, concourse. That was at the there, reservoir. At the reservoir drinking. I said, Jesus, that didn't take much to break <laughs> you down. So I, I head I head up there oh, to get him. Shit. And uh, and he ain't there. I said, Bro, I'm pissed now. 
I, I, what am I going to tell his mom? So I, I go back Tony down. Tony in trouble too, didn't it? Yeah. No, no, he didn't. He just he was snitched and was going down the road. <laughs> so I went down to see if they was back at the house yet. Okay. Now remember, I got that big '89 Lincoln. And this is down at the North End, right yeah. down the street from where the original Garozos is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I pull up and they're out in the yard. So I said, Stephen, get over here. <laughs> I said, no, 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 over here. I said, God damn it, over here at the car. I mean, he'd take about a half a step. He was scared to death. Yes, I was. I said, get Wouldn't your ass you in be? The, yeah, get your ass in the car. I expected him to get in the front seat. He gets in the fucking back seat. <laughs> I said, what are you doing back there? He said, I just feel safer. And I had never, ever, never touched him, ever. Okay? I just didn't do it. And so I said, well, whatever. I thought it might be up in the air yeah. on that night. So anyway, he uh, he uh, is sitting in the back seat. So we get home, and boy, he busting up the stairs, runs his room. So his mom says, what the hell's the matter? What's going on? I said, fuck, he's drunk. Were you? I said, he's drunk. Yeah. She said, no, he's not. I said, hell, he ain't. He's not I my said, son. trust me, I've seen drunks before, and that kid's drunk. And she said, no. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, he's drunk. I don't know how drunk, but he's drunk. <laughs> and, you know, from then on, Mike, he never drank a drop. All through high school, I don't think. No. And, and that That's was a true the, story. That was the best cure. Right there. That was it the was best. It was worth it then, wasn't it? Huh? It was worth it then. Oh, it was worth it, yeah. I was yeah. the youngest kid in my class, and so I was, I had just turned. Give me a napkin. Let me see, let's see, 12, 13, 12, 13, 13, 14. I, I was 16 when I was a senior, right? And I turned 17 my senior year, so I was I was the youngest kid. And this was like, this was the first week of, of being a freshman at St. Pius, right? Mm. And I was getting ready, I think I was getting ready to turn 13. And I I really never, I, see now, the, here's, here's the other deal. My grandparents were from Mexico, right? And we'd, we'd, I'd be at, you know, family celebrations all the time at my grandparents' house. And they'd I'd have, have some wine, yeah, have, have some whiskey. Bit, yeah. I'd be sneaking this yeah. and that. So it wasn't the first, first time I had drank away from my family, right? I got you. It was a different deal. And so, uh, yeah, it was bad. And it was my mom was heartbroken. And she was oh, just she was, crying yeah. and everything else. And he was mad and upset. And it was such a horrific experience for me. He's not kidding. So that was the first week of freshman year. I didn't drink again. I didn't have a. I didn't have. I didn't have a sip of alcohol again until after I graduated high school. And then you know, then then look what happened to me. But but so it it, it scared me straight for about uh, a good four years at least. And so, okay, where are we at now? Getting back to the uh, topic at hand. Where are we at now in the preparation process of the jailhouse nachos? We didn't have bowls in. So, right, so show people what you're doing. You get you're getting a big, uh, a regular bag of Doritos and cutting them in half. Cutting them in half, and so you get the chips out of there. But also, the half of the bag serves as a bowl. And some people will see this. I've seen this done now at uh, concession stands, like at uh, high school football games or college football games, mm-hmm. and they call this the walking nacho. No, 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 no. That's the jailhouse nachos, and I think that you should get some type of royalty from I this thing. I think so, too. Right? Or, or whoever's making them ought to go do some time. Right. I don't know if that'll you know. happen. but That's how I ate them out of the, out of the bag, right. bottom of the bag. Yeah, that, and so that's what we do here. Yeah. And so you're, you're cutting them up, and you put the – and so Phil has a, uh, a regular-sized yes, trash bag. Not the, not the scented kind. No, you don't no, want no, that. No, you not, don't. not with the Febreze. Unless you don't like the guy, give me that. And so you've, you're, you're dumping all the chips into the trash bag, yeah. right? Oh, and so what do you have chopped up here in the bowl? It's I've got tomatoes, bell peppers, onion, and, and peppers. All right, so you chop all, dice that up uh, as, as fine as you can, put that in the bowl. You did all that with that little tiny. you got to do it with a razor blade or they're not jailhouse nachos, now, all right? Now shake you will that not up. have any fingers left. I'm right. watching him. I don't know how he didn't cut it. Okay, we got the camera on this, so this is, this yeah, is the here. big one. Okay, here. Here Where's the camera? You, you is, the milk, the, is the milk for to put the fire out in my mouth? Yeah. Okay. Right. Just and so you take the veggies, dump them in there, okay? They're all in there now. So all the chips and all the vegetables are in the trash bag. Now you take this bag, and I'm going to show you once. Right. Now, 
I wouldn't suggest to do. I wouldn't suggest to do this in prison. Okay. So when I did this in prison, I, I got against the wall. Right, you got to do it like you did it, okay, right? I ain't standing out in the middle of the room. Right? <laughs> no, no, I ain't going down like that. <laughs> so now at home, I'll have one of the girls do it. Right, there we go. But not tonight. You got to be careful. You got to think everything. Okay. So anyway, uh, you never want to do this in the shower, right? Nah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think so. No. Uh, and, and so now I'm mixing up everything. Now I'm, I'm opening it up and seeing what I got. And I'm sure they're mixed up pretty good. So it's the chips and all the peppers, you, tomatoes, you, you, and everything. You shake it a little bit. Come uh, on, Phil. Against Hold the wall, on, okay? Against right. The wall, yeah. right just never Watch out for the camera right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I saved him. That was a trick. Yeah. And you fell for it. Okay, so he's he's shaking everything up now. So now what do we got here? We got the Velveeta cheese. Velveeta cheese. Any block cheese will do. Doesn't have to be the name brand, well, but we well, spare I no expense nice. here on Hot Mike with SSJ. Nicer, yeah. Right. You know, Stephen, they got a new Velveeta out, and it's called Mexican Velveeta. Oh, yeah, I've had it. It's delicious. And I've seen it, and I thought, well. They got the queso blanco as well. Yeah. They got the peppers in it. But you just go with the regular Velveeta cheese. Regular. Very delicious. It'll oh, bind nice. you up for days. But... Yeah, I don't like to change my... I wouldn't. My M.O. So I don't. It was awful damn good last time I had right. it. Wasn't it? I don't, I don't want to change anything now. That's good mm -hmm. now. Mike, what do you think of this so far? Is this something that would have, uh, do you wish you would have known this recipe when you were playing for the Royals or the Orioles? Because this is something you could have prepared what, in a clubhouse. I tried it, yeah. See? I, I really would have. Boy. But I, I don't think I would have used a razor blade. I bet you, I bet you uh, Wade I, Boggs I, I and Oil Can Boy would have loved it, right? My yeah, that's right. Yeah. So now you're, well, you're cutting up the cheese, with the, again, with the razor cutting blade. Up the cheese. You can you know. use a knife, but why be safe? And you can use a uh, razor blade meant for well, shaving. You want to see original stuff. Right, that's what we're here for. I need to get some of this on Snapchat, by the way. So how long usually is the process when you're not on the camera if you're actually just focusing on work? I don't know. It depends on how many you're making. Right. You know. And once again, uh, we're with my father, Steve St. John Sr. He's preparing the jailhouse nachos. With uh, Mike Boddicker, former uh, ALCS MVP, Gold Glove Award winner, all-star, and all-around good guy. Remember the 810 uh, Border Patrol. That's right. That's right. That's right. One of the stars no, of the no, Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. No. Phil St. John here as the sous chef. Did you have a sous chef? Did you have an assistant back oh, when you were absolutely. at Leavenworth? Who was, the, who was your assistant that helped you out with all this stuff? Like that. Uh, right. you know, Bobby Farrar usually are. Bobby was I, your guy. One of, one of the guys from the Northland. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, one of his buddies. We had runners. But know. it wasn't Officer Phillips. He never assisted in any of this, right? I wish there. he would have been there. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> and he should have been. <laughs> Crooked as his ass was. <laughs> you know. There's a lot to answer for, uh, I think, you know coming what? out of this podcast. I think podcast. I just grew up in the wrong time. And yeah. you know what? I'm well, going to tell, tell you something how Please I do. And, Mike, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. And Because and I'm, I'm not going to go into this deal. But, you know, <clears throat> I've made about 10 or 15 podcasts with uh, what's the, uh, Gary's Gangland. Doc, the Gangland, right. Gangland Wire. Wire. Yeah. Wire. I had a guy from my church, and, yeah, I do go to church. He come up to me after church one day. He says, Steve, he says, I got a guy who wants to meet you. I said, I usually don't like to meet people. But, <laughs> you know, who is it? He said, well, he's he's a movie director. I said, well, I better meet him. You know, might want to make a movie. So anyway, I, he told me the name. I, I didn't know him. So anyway, long story short, we uh, met at an at a, uh, Italian deli up the street from my house that uh, – my daughter owned the building, and uh, we met up there to eat lunch. And I'm thinking, I don't even know what this guy looks like. Give me another napkin. Yeah, yeah give me that. Where's the name? Go get some more napkins out of the commissary, please. In the bathroom, whatever. So, Come on, Sue Chef. We've got a time constraint so here. here comes a guy that, that, that on a motorcycle. I don't know what those leans up, you know, a race motorcycle. Same him. Comes in. He said, hey, I'm Gary Jenkins. Gary Jenkins, who's that? Well, he said, can we sit down? And I'll explain it to you. I said, the mic. I said, that's what we need to do, Gary. He said, well, remember years and years ago? I said, yeah. He says, I was one of the ones that arrested you. I said, what? He said, yeah, I was 
the sergeant with the organized crime unit with the Kansas City Police Department. He said, I had a, some FBI agents come to me. He said, we need some help getting this guy, and, and we need you and your unit to, to help us get him. Yeah, because the FBI, I mean, they're, they're usually nothing against lawyers or accountants, but that's usually what they are. Washed out lawyers and accountants. So if, if they if they can't if they can't make money as a lawyer and accountant, ain't much good. I mean, you know, so they become FBI agents. And uh, so anyway, he said, "Yeah, he said I was on your case, and no hard feelings, is it?" I said, "Listen, Gary, can I call you Gary?" <laughs> I said, "There's no hard feelings." I said, "You know." And right now, the milk's going into the cheese. You chopped the up the milk's cheese. Going and, into okay. the cheese. So I said, there's no hard feelings. I said, you had to do what you do, and I had to do what I do. I said, no, there's no hard feelings. So he says, I got some podcasts I'd like to make on you, and da-da-da. And so he started making these podcasts. Then he wanted to make a couple of documentaries. He wanted me to be in them. I said, only my son can be in them. So that was his de- movie debut. Yeah. Listen, when you go over there now, Put it on high, whatever it is, and, and put some napkins over it, and, and keep cook, cooking it and stirring it until it's creamy. Hey, and, don't stir this up. Yeah. All right. All right. So, you know, it's put it in for a minute and stir it, and you got it. Phil St. John says it's going to be good. Are we okay on time? Oh, we're good. Are we, are we okay on time? I mean, hey, all you, see, like, when you made this before, all you had was time, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't good. really – you didn't have to be anywhere. No, we're good. We got to do it right. Okay. Uh, and so, so tell, so getting back to the actual recipe, and so you chopped actually, up, what? you chopped up the, the whole recipe. block, uh, no, everything. But you chopped up the whole block of cheese. Yeah. And so then, how much milk do you put in with the cheese? Just, Just until it's creamy. Okay. You Looks know, like I mean, about a cup. All right. Because yeah. we're trying to get people, you know, that want to prepare this for Thanksgiving or hit it. Anything get else? Get it creamy, and, and and you don't want to put too much milk. Oh, they want to watch the cheese. Right. But you want, That's you want right. to put enough. And so you, so so Gary was. Uh, one of the guys that had you under surveillance, yeah, surveillance, yeah. surveillance. He said, "I knew who you was, but you didn't know who I was." I said, "Ha ha!" Right. It's real funny. Right. So, but he's a nice guy. I right. Mean, I meet him for coffee like once a week, and you know how many podcasts he made. And then he he, he had you uh, uh, do the second documentary, do the. Uh, I did the the voice over the narration for a documentary about. Uh, Voter fraud back in the the forties and fifties yeah, in and Kansas all this City was real. Hasn't come out yet, and so there happened. you go. There's a big It'll reveal. It'll come out the fifteenth of November at Crown Center Theater. Oh, so I didn't oh. know that. Wow, thank and you. anyway, uh, we we did that, and then uh, uh, I had, I told him I said, "Well, I got to get my son in this documentary." So, and this is a true story. Of all played guys, we played cops. He's an undercover agent. I'm an undercover agent. And we did it at Kelly's. We shut Kelly's down. You know, down. you can go to hell for that. Right. Yeah, I know. Okay. And we're, we're, it was supposed to be what? It was, it was, at, it was, it at was Kelly's supposed in to be Westport. the Red Apple Strip Bar in Kansas, but right. it's no longer. Right. So we, we did the deal in, in We filmed uh, it at Kelly's Westport, in Westport. At Kelly's. <laughs> so this gal, or he asked me, he said, you know anybody that's got old, some old cars like old Lincolns? I know a guy has got 30 of them. He said, you kidding? I'm, no, I don't kid about shit like that. And I do. Brad Wilson's right. got 30 of them, maybe more. You think he'll let us use one? I said, he'll do whatever I ask him to do. He's a good friend. He says, you know any strippers? Oh, boy. I said, I ain't find a stripper. That's no problem. <laughs> so we got him a stripper. So it, they started filming, and Steven's sitting there, and I'm sitting there. So the gal comes over and to give him a lap dance. And he's going like this, Mike, because, you know, he's a cop. He can't That's take... it. It's part of the script. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was scared. Or Susan would have killed you. Part of the yeah. script. Oh, so <laughs> he's going like this. He's going like this. And then, then they pan to me, and I'm laughing and pointing at him because I'm his senior. And then uh, another part of the movie, and this is all true. This, this all happened. A guy robbed a, robbed a meat market. Well, it was a little bit more than a meat market, but he robbed a bunch of money. And so Stephen was the uh, Stephen was the guy that owned the meat market. Okay, so the robber brought him out. Now, now this is the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and Prospect at nine o'clock. No, night. first I was going to be the. I ended up being the guy that, that 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 held him up and put him in the trunk. I put Brad in the trunk with the documentary. No, remember? No, 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 no. You, we're going to put you in the trunk, 
And you said, Dad, I ain't getting in no trunk. Yeah. The hell with that. I don't want in that trunk. Well, I, did, so I, I really Brad, didn't want to go in the Brad, trunk. you got to get in the trunk. He won't right. go because he's, he's really grew up around that stuff. And he knew. He <laughs> if knew you went in the trunk, you're yeah, in trouble. He, he knew that that shit was real. Right. So he, he didn't want to get in the trunk, so we put Brad in there. So it was funny. I mean, you know. Do you want to give the name of the documentary? I mean, you can watch it on Amazon. Brothers Against Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the second documentary, he named it, but I can't remember it. And I says, what am I doing in there? He says, you're killing somebody. I said, oh, Jesus. Now, this all happened. I mean, this is a documentary. It's not just a movie. And again, this is about in the 40s and the 50s yeah. and voter fraud. Well, they just had this voter fraud <clears throat> that the mob or whoever got in there and got the votes, changed everything around. So this woman, she had a fruit market, true story. And uh, uh, she knew everybody that was involved because she had somebody staying at her boarding house that knew, and she found out. So they heard her husband was at Leavenworth, and they heard they was, she was going to try to get him out. So they seen her going up the stairs at the FBI building downtown. Okay, And so they knew what she was doing. So they said, well, we got to kill this guy. So... My job was she went back to Fruit Market, and I got to Fruit Market, too, by the way, on 24 Highway. And uh, <clears throat> she was in front, you know, selling fruit. So I pulled up in, like, a 1938 Dodge two-door coupe and had a suit on. And I got out, Jack went in the chamber, and I flew her away. And so— And this is it, a documentary, by the yeah, way. No, this didn't okay. actually happen. This so she, she showed me the, the deal, and I said— Where's my face? Steve, he said, they never did find out who it was. Wasn't this in the damn 30s? They can't get me now. He's laughing. <laughs> I said, that's okay, but, but that's, that's, he's, he's real about everything. So he said, they, we didn't want to show the face because, you know, okay. no, they, they are. And, and so that was kind of cool. But he knows his stuff. He, he, he really, and he makes a lot of, a lot of documentaries. So we're waiting on the cheese uh, to come out of the, uh, the kitchen. Back in the... I, look, yeah. I mean, I don't, it could be. Should I run it, over it, and check you, on it? You, you, you might. You might That's want to. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And so, uh, again, thank you for joining us on this uh, <laughs> rather lengthy episode of Hot Mike with it SSJ. Is, but it's worth it. Trust me. I think so. My and taste buds said it's worth it. We're going to ultimately get the, uh, the jailhouse nachos uh, so coming excited. up. At, uh, should we pause things and catch back up? All right. Let's just do that. Okay, we have the uh, we have the cheese uh, out of the uh, out of the microwave. Okay, and Dad, so take it from here. Where are we at with the uh, jailhouse okay, nachos? We got the cheese, and we're going to pour it over the chips and the vegetables. And you just got to remember, this is after you you know get it. It's like a sore dick; you can't beat it. Okay, <laughs> Mike, what do you say about that? That's a that's a very unique way to describe. The man, the man the, just tells the truth. Yeah, that's, that's all. exactly right. Okay, so what, what's good? You're pouring the Hot cheese into the uh, into the trash bag. The trash bag. And again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're going to have to like and subscribe <laughs> and check this out on the Hot Mike with SSJ YouTube page so you could see the actual process oh, of making man, the jailhouse this is nachos. Be good. Oh boy. I ain't going to say it's worth going to jail over. No. It's just <laughs> good if you can get it out here. Come here, Todd. Come in here. I think. Just come in here, Todd. Speaking, of, ne- here. Speaking look at this. of needing to go look to at jail. This. Now, look at this. Here we go. Look at this. You're <laughs> walking right in meeting. when it's all. Lebo, how does that look to you? You're going to eat some. What? How'd you heat it up in jail? He's stuck in his pants. In the microwave. We had microwaves. <laughs> oh, in a microwave. Now, here's jail. what I want you to do. Okay? Hang on a second, and I'll give you some take to your meeting. Lebo, Lebo wanted to know if... You're on. You're on camera. Household. Get in here. That's all right. Get in here, Sue. She's hiding now. Come on. Come Sue's on. in here. Oh, yeah. You don't have to if you I don't know, want to. You're going to have Phil do that. Yeah. Phil, <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> so Todd wanted to know if you had a, a low-carb version uh, when a you what? were... Low-carb. Uh, yeah, he's on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Todd looks good anyway. How about that? You do, re- you, you do realize hey, you losing all this Steve. weight is just going to make your head look bigger. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm losing all right, so you're, sh- you're shaking up the Not chips enough. and the shaking vegetables and the cheese. You got, and this is an v- important step in the process, now right? You, you got to take a look in there. You got to shake it up right. Phil St. John, step in here. What do you, what, what's your reaction to watching your grandfather do all this? And just 
son. You might want to do this out of college. Right. Yeah. Is this something you'd like to do on the campus at UMKC at for the business school, for uh, Block Business like School? Like I think so, oh, man. Yeah, baby. Look, oh, look at that. This. Look at that. Oh. Come on, Todd. Get in there. I mean, look at that, Todd. Okay. Your bowl's right here. Yeah. Oh, my you got to eat like the rest of us. Jeez. That's what happens when you come late to the party, you know? And what can I do with this until? You could eat with it. Yeah. He did this all with razor blade, by the way. He didn't use a knife or anything. Here, put that over. No. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. That's right. Use the bowl to serve that into the Dorito bags. Look at that. Now, this is like a store Dick you can't beat. Well, here it is. That's exactly right. He He loves it. He's hurt. He's, yeah, that's it. Like a sore dick, you can't beat it. There we Mike. go. That's oh, I've been waiting for five okay. years for this. Mike Boddicker with the Jailhouse Nachos. Yeah, sorry it took so long. Well, hopefully it was worth it. Well, every time I asked Steve, I said, when's your dad coming in? He'd go, uh, don't know where he's at right One's now. Steve. I don't, <laughs> don't know where he's at. I think, I Mike think he's in California. I jailhouse think Nachos, that's come on. That's plenty. That's mm. plenty. Oh, these are hot. Oh gosh, that's good. Well, sometimes you I, you call mm. me like I'm in Wyoming, I'm in I'm in New Orleans. Like I don't know where the hell you are half the time. Oh gosh. Where's my daughter-in-law? Uh, I don't think she wanted to be on camera. She's a, go yell at her. Tell her get in here. Come on, Sue, get in here. Give give your dad a fork. She's hiding in my office. Oh my god, this is good. I said she was part of this shit. I forgot you touched on it. Mm. Is it you can oh, say this is a good fucking fabulous, shit. Fabulous, fabulous. Mm. How is it? Mm. I gotta take a picture of this. So then, would they give you? So you had like, uh, uh, you know, rec time, or whatever else. Did you you didn't have to eat this during lunch. Or you you guys would be able to to enjoy this in the dorms or whatever at your leisure and have just uh, well, a you know what, nacho when, party. When we had, had time off, you know. Right. All right, well. You realize how long I had to wait to get my nacho party to go home? <laughs> Jesus. I didn't think it'd ever come. Oh, so you had a nacho party when you actually, when you were, when you were leaving? Well, sure. You know this is going to make me sneeze. Right. I get anything hot in me, I sneeze. That's all right. Okay. That's fine. That was good. Lebo, get into the mic there. It's a very good batch. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Phil? You're going to have to try these. I know Phil's a, kind of a fitness freak, and so he doesn't eat Here, Phil. bad. But you know what? He's going to make a Pepper. make an exception here for the uh, Pepper. for the jailhouse nachos. You're going to Get in here, Sue. Left, she went down the hallway. She ben Messner is enjoying. He's been working hard behind the camera, and now he gets to enjoy. Yes, he did. Who else is here, do you think, wants some jailhouse nachos? Who's in the... Uh, I'll go find out. Yeah, go find out who wants some. And so, Dad, again, for the people that are tuning in late or already forgot, mm-hmm. give us the shopping list. What, what are the things, if they're going to go to the store, what do they need to pick up if you want to make some holiday jailhouse nachos for all the uh, friends and family? Give us the rundown. And, and tell us the, the right stuff to get. The specific Bell peppers. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, wow. Tomatoes. Right. Hot peppers. It could be jalapenos, serrano, whatever. Onion. And uh, Velveeta cheese. And the milk. Naturally. And you can, get what, you can use bags. whatever Doritos you want. And garbage bags. Right. Garbage bags. And get milk when you when you mount that. Want me to get one for Susan? Yeah, sure. Phil, step in here. Tell us, uh, what would you, come on, step in. What would you think? What do you think? It's really good. It's the first time you've heard all these years about your grandfather's jailhouse mm. nachos. Does it live up to all the hype? Is it something that you'd like mm. to have again? Is it better than you thought, worse it's, than you thought? Tell us what you think. It's way better than huh? I expected. I just... Like, I didn't think nachos could be this good. They are, they're really good. Phil St. John didn't think nachos could be this good. What about, what about that ringing endorsement from, uh, from your grandson? Doesn't that I make you feel good? I think it's the best. Just eat them out here, not in jail. Right. That's exactly right. I ain't right. never got to worry about him. There's so no one in the hallway. We're it's about as empty as a jailhouse yard at night. That's wow. Right. How about That's that? Right. And that is pretty empty. So we're about ready to wrap things up. Mm. Uh, Mike mm. Boddicker, any final words on this uh, episode of Hot Mike with SSJ? Susan. Yeah, you here, just put the truck in there. It was worth the wait. Worth the several Thanks, years wait is what care. you're saying. All for you, Mike. Phil, take this to your mother. Mm. Every time right. you Say hello to your mother for me. I've got to get out there and do it. All right. Uh, my dad, Steve St. John Sr., final word from you on, the, uh, on this episode of the Jailhouse Nacho. Thank you for letting me come out here and do this. It feels good to be able to make these and then get in the car and drive away, right? Because that wasn't something you yeah. experienced in the yeah. past, right? And... 
a little a little note at the end. Okay, here this is good. And and I don't mean to embarrass you. Uh, you do it anyway. But so. I'm retired and I've been running with my son for the last three weeks. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, I had no clue that he did everything he did. I knew he worked a lot. He donates his time. And I tell you, I'm so proud of him. I wish I was like him when I was his age. Because he's a good dad, a good husband. He's just a good guy. And that's it. Well, how about. I think, I think you're like pigeon shit. You're just everywhere. Absolutely. Hey, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. Right. <laughs> Lebo liked that. How about this? One of the reasons why I am the way I am is because of you. Huh. So you get to take credit for that. How about that? Phil's laughing. He doesn't, you know. And I, hey, I'll I look can't at believe you knew all this stuff. About the hidden compartments and all that. You never mentioned that to me. You know, I don't know what, you know, when's, that, when's, when's, that, when's that come in conversation? There's a lot of stuff I haven't mentioned. No, we, hey, wow. I say I got to save a lot of material for upcoming episodes of Hot Mike with SSJ. Are we good? Tell That's them. it. Everyone got the jailhouse nachos. Lebo, thumbs up. Thumbs up. What did you say, Dad? Final Tell word. About, I told you. I said, there ain't no money here anywhere. When I went away, Steve's come up there and see me. He said, hey, FBI was at the house. He's asking me where the money's here. I said, I told you there ain't no money. Dad, where's it here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to know. Hey, I said, I'm not bugged. Just tell me the truth. You're, you're not right. going to use it for a while. That's yeah, exactly right. Uh, so that's another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. Like us and subscribe mm. on YouTube and download the podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. But remember, this is one you got to watch on YouTube. Until next episode, the mic is off.